Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee Dance. idiot. RadioWhat.com. Squad Radio, the music you want. With your host, Dee Dance. You're right. He's a loony. RadioWhat.com. What's up, party people? It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live and in a living color from the Radio What Studios. And this is my podcast, What Makes You Famous. It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time. And if you need DJ services, where do you go? DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote right there. And maybe you can have me at your next event playing for you i like to play for the people today on the program red diamond yeah i'm excited to talk to this talented young lady red diamond now you, we're going to learn a little bit more about her and uh, she's going to be speaking in your ears in the next few minutes so you have that to look forward to this week's shows, well, let's see, it's December 30th, 2019, as we record this. Tomorrow night, I will be DJing at the uh, the loft, the downtown loft in Conway, Arkansas, bringing in the new year, 2020. Oh, so excited. 2019, I know, it, it's kind of a trope. Every year, you say, oh, wow, that year went by so fast. Well, it felt like it went by so fast. And some years feel like they go by so slow, but they probably went by at a pretty much the same exact amount of time. <laughs> but it, uh, notwithstanding, either way, I'm uh, bringing in the new year with, uh, well, one, two, three hundred of my closest friends up there on the rooftop at, at the downtown loft in Conway, Arkansas, up there on the roof, rooftop party, baby. I'm so excited about that. <laughs> it's tomorrow night. It starts at 7 in the p.m. And it goes probably, well, usually New Year's parties don't go past midnight 30. So we'll probably cut it around then whenever every, whenever people are ready to go after they've done their smoochies and had their champagne toasts or what have you. So, yeah, I'm stoked. It's a brand new venue. And well, I say it's a brand new venue. It's a it's an old venue. That has been taken over by new management, uh, Belinda Boyd. She just got this venue. I've done a lot of weddings and parties up there when it was uh, the rooftop. I think it was just called the rooftop lounge or what have you. And it's a nice venue. But she's uh, cleaned it up uh, quite a bit and added her own touches, her own flavors. So, yeah, it's going to be a party on the rooftop for New Year's Eve. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. That's downtown loft, Conway, Arkansas. And then on Thursday, let's see. Well, I'm not doing anything on New Year's Day, but on Thursday, I will be at the Old Post Barbecue in Russellville, Arkansas. That's the usual uh, Thursday night show. We do this every other Thursday. And it's the uh, and it's family friendly, and uh, it's the first Old Post show of the year. Video dance party, karaoke jam. They got great barbecue and little frosty beverages for the adults, in case you care to imbibe. You know, you can, but I keep the music family friendly. So bring everyone, even Grandma Molly, everyone. <laughs> it's a good after school treat 
It's a good after work treat right there at the Old Post Barbecue in Russellville, Arkansas. That starts from uh, 6 until 9 in the p.m. on Thursday. And then Friday, Friday, we get down on Friday. My usual Friday night uh, stomping ground is the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. From 8 p.m. until almost 2 in the a.m., they got the full bar. Oh, yeah, this one is uh, over 21. (laughs) So leave the kids at home. (laughs) Hopefully, you know, with supervision if they need it. All right, so they got the full bar, the kitchen. They got a pool tournament that goes on every Friday night. The party patio has shuffleboard, foosball, darts. Uh, There's a giant Jenga game, a giant checkers game. So there's always something to do while you're waiting to sing with little old me. It's a video dance party, karaoke jam. Yeah, I said karaoke. You can sing. You're the stars of the show every Friday night at the Rab, 8 p.m. till almost 2 in the am. Yeah, let's do it. All right. I need to talk to Red Diamond. Let's give a call to Red Diamond now. Red Diamond, please. Hey, how you doing? It's so good. I finally get to hear you. Red Diamond. <laughs> You're on the What Makes You Famous podcast. What's up? Hey, everybody. Hi. <laughs> hey, give the people a little idea of who or what is a Red Diamond. Well, I would say somebody who definitely came up from the rough. And, you know, going to shine through it all. I shine regardless of where I am, no matter where I am at all. All right. Well, tell me where you're from then. Let's start there. Begin at the beginning. Uh, where was Red Diamond born? I was born in Sumter, South Carolina. It's a small town in South Carolina. But I was raised in Charlotte, North Carolina. I moved to Charlotte when I was 11 years old. Okay, so until 11 years old, you lived in a small town. Now, the difference between small town life and Charlotte, hey, everybody's heard of Charlotte, North Carolina, so it must be a bigger town. So living in the the small town, what's the difference when when you moved from small town, North Carolina to Charlotte, North Carolina? How was, how was it? It was amazing pretty much like because it's in, in, in Sumter, South Carolina is like dead you know it's, it's like no opportunity there and you can tell like if you stay there you'll have like no life so Charlotte moving there I, I got a chance to see like so much opportunity so much space different people you know people working and stuff like that it's very different well what do you remember uh, precisely well if you can give a few details of Sumter, uh, North Carolina, if if I'm not mis- mistaken, I mean, what, what was there? Was there a traffic light? Was there a, a corner store? <laughs> was was there a Dairy Queen? Uh, you know, small town life. It was like you ever heard of the store called Piggly Wiggly? I have heard of the Piggly Wiggly. Yes, they have that. They have um, that's their grocery store there. Um. They have, you know, McDonald's, Burger King, all the stuff like that. But it's just like, you can tell, like, you wouldn't amount to be anything if you stayed there. Like, it's not somewhere where you would want to live your life. 
So at the tender age of 11, she moved out of the house and moved on her own and went to Charlotte. No, I'm kidding. No, I'm guessing <laughs> what took you what took your family to to Charlotte? My mom, she wanted a, um she wanted more opportunities for us. Okay. She and didn't want to stay there. Well, what was mom's opportunity? What what did she do for a living? Uh, and how many um, how many kids were in the house? Well, I had three brothers. So it was my mother and us Four. Older um, or younger? I'm the second oldest. Second so oldest. My okay. brother. Yeah, my brother. Well, I have three brothers, so as you know, right. um, I have two younger ones and an older brother. Did the older brother was, he, mom, was he very protective of you? Um, yes, yes, and I think that we all were kind of like on the same level as far as like protecting each other and you know being friends to each other. Family is so important. You see that? Yes. I've said it many times on this podcast. These are the people that will probably back you up more than anybody else. I mean, there are exceptions, oh, yeah. exceptions of the rules, of course, but family, family, keep it tight. Uh, so you yes. have older brothers, uh, one older brother, two younger brothers, and we were getting on to mom and dad, the parent situation. How, how was, uh, what, what was mom doing for a living? My mom, she just worked at a call center. That's all she did. What do you mean? No, that's no. all. That's an important job. Somebody needs to be called. <laughs> uh, I'm calling you, Red Diamond. <laughs> yeah. So, what kind of a call center? Like, uh, uh, call people like cold calls and sales. I think yeah. Back then, it was like Allstate or something like that. That's where she worked. All right. People need insurance. You're in good hands. Yeah. Uh, let me see if yes. I, I can do that, guys. Boy, yeah, you're in good hands. Yeah. yeah, he had a he had a great deep voice. I remember he played uh he played in that movie Major League. Uh, mm-hmm. Are you in good hands? Yeah, yeah, very deep. So good. So so, Mama put the people in good hands. Did you feel like you yeah. were in in good hands with your mama? Oh yeah, definitely. What definitely. did you learn from mom? Um, how to be a workaholic. Um, how to not just. <laughs> <laughs> how to not just uh, take no for an answer, definitely fight for what you believe in, and just keep going. Like, she always worked and constantly kept going and never backed down for any situation that was presented to her. Okay. All right. Uh, dad situation? What was he doing? Um, I didn't get to know my dad until recently. I understand that situation myself. <laughs> I, I didn't know my dad when I was uh, for he, he, he came in and out sporadically yeah yeah <laughs> so, so yes. do you want to delve into that how did you reconnect with your dad and, and how did he get out of the picture uh well i talked to him sometimes and i just finally met him like you know um my mom introduced me to him when i was much older i guess he was you know i don't know maybe out of state or something doing his own thing yeah um I still talk to him, you know, every now and then. We're currently in the same state or whatever, but he's still doing his own thing. <laughs> all right. All right. Well, hey, you, that means you had a, a single mom for the most part. And, yes. and she struggled yep. to, that. well, I mean, struggling or or did the call center do very well? Or did she have to work uh, double time and overtime to take care of four kids? Yes, she did. She definitely did have to work either um a lot of overtime or more than one job to take care of us, but she did it. So the four kids are taking care of each other primarily. You get home, left home alone at a tender young age. Yes. Yes. We were sometimes or some, 
some, like maybe a family member or something was watching us while she was taking care of business. Well, cool. Well, how did you keep each other entertained? Uh, and were you good at school? What did you do at school? Me? Was I good at school? Yes. Uh, <laughs> 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 it's another subject. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. All right. Well, um, yeah, I mean. I was, pretty, okay. I was pretty good in school. Um, I didn't. It wasn't something that I was interested in. I, I can't even lie to you. It wasn't something that I was interested in. But what were you interested in? Did you find anything at school that that piqued your interest, or were you were there any extracurriculars? Did you get into chorus or band or drama at all? No, it was like well, that's a no, no, no. You could you could say no, check, no, check, no. <laughs> yes. <laughs> did you have a, did you have some friends in, in school, Red Diamond? Did I have a few? Yes. Okay. Few. Anybody that you still keep in touch with? No, not at all. All right. So Charlotte, North Carolina, uh, you went to school there uh, through, I, I guess, a, after grammar school uh, at, at 11. You're, you're getting close to sixth, seventh grade, maybe. No, I guess it's fifth, sixth, seventh grade. And uh, yeah. so uh, and you and, and the brothers, are you taking care of each other? What, what kind, of, kind of activities did you do to keep yourself occupied? Got into trouble. Good. <laughs> How so? What kind of trouble? I mean, was it the popo, or, or were you? Or, I mean, nothing, nothing too. You, you didn't have to spend any time in the slammer, mama. No, 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 no never. <laughs> um, but we we definitely just the street life. You know, it wasn't no good. Everything that you could think of in the street life was definitely what we got involved in once we got older and like the high school. In high school and stuff like that. So what's the street life like in Charlotte? What kind of activities can you get yourself into? Uh, just all around bad stuff. I don't want to mention it specifically. Okay, <laughs> don't then, incriminate yourself or anything. I, I wouldn't want the law yeah. to, to come at you. Like As soon as the podcast gets put up on, on the interwebs, here comes the police. <laughs> no. <laughs> all right. So nah. uh, suffice it to say, you made it through. Uh, even if you oh, yes, you were causing some trouble uh, of, yes. of one kind or another, you made it through, uh-huh. and you graduated high school. Um, actually, no, I dropped out at sixteen, and I went back to get my diploma at uh, uh like twenty. You 20 did it, three ish. You did it. Yeah, I did it. You got it. <laughs> Excellent. Hey, you, yes. you know, some people go that route. I, I I think my brother dropped out with two months left. Uh, to go to school. I was, wait, you only have two months left, man. Right, right. <laughs> but he ended up, you know, g- going back to school, getting his GED and getting in the Navy and straightening his life out. So, all right. So after you get out of school at 16, what made you want to to say, nah, that's it for this school stuff. Uh, I'm out of here. What What did you end up doing? Um, what did I, oh, gosh. And I dropped out. I stayed with a, um, my mom's friend, and I just, I was at a phase um, around that age, and I started, like, drinking, you know, smoking, drugs, and stuff like that, so it was all bad for me when I dropped out. I wasn't really thinking. I guess it was, like, that rebellious age or something like that. Yeah, well, you know, I live vicariously through you, uh, you know, uh, drinking and drugging. It, it, it wasn't, it was around me, and, like, it's around everybody, 
but uh, I yeah. guess my choice wasn't to do it. But all right, yeah. so so you got involved in that, and and how long did that last? Did did you? Uh, I, and you say you were staying with a a friend. Yeah, I was staying with a friend and a family. Okay, I mean, I, w- what did your mom think about all this? Uh, um, I don't really know. I'm pretty sure she was upset as a mother. You know. <laughs> um, <laughs> I suspect you're right, Red Diamond. I suspect you're right. <laughs> all right, so we're getting out, we're out of school, and and you're staying with a friend. And did you? I mean, did you have a job of any any kind? Anything to speak of? And what were your brothers doing at this point? Uh, my brothers were pretty much involved with the street life. Um, when I was 16, I did. When I dropped out, I did get a job at KFC, but I stayed there for like a day, and then I left. <laughs> All right, I, I, I worked at KFC when I was uh, when I was a kid too. In, in uh, 1986, Whew, I'm old. <laughs> I, wow. I, I even dressed up like the KFC chicken for a while. They called me the Chicken Man, wow. and and it got me my oh first my job God. on the radio. Because, yeah, we had a a grand opening and then we had a radio station, a local radio station come by and they they said, hey, they they asked, uh, they asked me, uh, can we, um, uh, can we freelance that chicken for different things? And I said, I'll ask my boss. My boss said, yes. So I'm working on the radio as the chicken man. So I worked at KFC. We we share that in common, but you only worked there for a day. I did it for about a year. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> welcome to the colonel may i take your order and that was it she's done red diamond said out yeah and then what and then what did you do red diamond then what did i do i started like i think i worked at like a temp agency or something like that but every job i had after that was just something that i did not want to do and it's hard for me like trying to do something that i really don't want to do just to get by in life so I, I shut down or I just, I'm like, yo, I can't do it. Like, I, I just can't do it. It's not me at all. I, uh, when I was 16 as well, that's when I recorded my first song. When 16. I first got a chance at the studio, 16, and I fell in love. Like, I always wanted to do music. See, there's got to be stuff before that. You know, you don't just start singing and record a song. Were you singing previous mm-hmm. to that? And, and and if you were, yeah. where, when, what? For yes, who? Yes, when I was... um. I, did, I never, I sung at a um, talent show when I was in like fifth grade. I was like 11 or something like that. And then I did, I did a few talent shows actually um, in school when I was in school. <laughs> um, I once had a, I was supposed to get a record deal with some, some guy, but I think he was looking back at it now. I think he was one of those guys that like just shoots your dreams or whatever, you know, and it's really not true. But I was supposed to um, do something with him when I was like 12 years old, and then we just fell out of touch or whatever. I so think I at that always, age you um, learned it. You learned a little something about the the record companies and the record business. It's uh, yeah. I, I think I heard it today. It should be business show because it's always business first, and a lot of times the people in the business are trying to make money off of the people that are doing the show, and they don't give a lot of money sure. to the show people. And a lot of people are going to be blowing smoke uh, 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 your way, <laughs> for lack of a better, yeah. better term. So at 12 years old, somebody said, hey, I'm going to make you a star. And nothing mm-hmm. happened. Nothing happened. Red nothing. Diamond. And it's crazy because I'm still getting those types of people now. Like, it's, it's, it never ends. It doesn't end. And the thing about the now, if you have a decent com- uh, computer, and and a microphone, you can make your own demo. 
you can make your own yeah. songs. And and if you have a, a few friends, you can make, uh, you know, albums. <laughs> so it, it doesn't take much this day and age. So the record companies are scrambling. They're they're trying to to figure out how how they can hold on to their their cash cows. And, and here, mm-hmm. all you have to have is a, a laptop and a microphone, and pretty much you could put a demo out there, and hopefully somebody finds that demo interesting and and masters it and invites you to their studio. Now, this is what happened at 11 years old. Is this after you got to Charlotte? Um, with a guy? Yes. Yeah, yes. when you when you made your first record. And what was that record? Is it still available? Oh, no. I have no idea what it even was. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's got no. a copy of that album? Not even your your mom? No, 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 no. Do you remember what it was about? No, like I really have like no idea. That was too long ago. Okay, okay. Oh, uh, all right. So, what wh- what year? What year was it? You were sixteen. Uh, yeah. Uh oh. Uh oh. You trying to figure out the age? That's huh? it. You know. Okay. <laughs> but, well, I mean, I'm fifty years old, and I have no no qualms about that. I remember before I was fifty, I would have a little vanity. I would be like, oh, I don't know. I I don't know. I, yeah. How do I look? How, how old do you think I am? You know that kind of thing. But right. once I turned 50, right. I realized it, there's there, there's no no need for that. Age is a number, and you're doing your thing at, at whatever age you're, you are. So at you said at, at 20 years old, <laughs> well, at 11 years old, you recorded your first song. You don't remember what that was, yeah. but did you keep singing? You said you were singing in talent shows. Now, when I mentioned, were you doing any extracurriculars in, in school? This might have fallen under that. Red Diamond. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. That's all right. This is your story, and we're just wandering around the life of Red Diamond, <laughs> and I'm figuring out who you are and how you became the person that you are today. So you were doing well, you know, talent shows. Yeah, go ahead. I did a lot of, okay, then I was the only girl. I stayed to myself in my room. I stayed to myself. Like, I could also draw and do a lot of other things. So, like, when my singing... Well, with my rapping, like, I first started off as poetry, but then I started, like, you know, putting it to a beat, and then I really liked it. And so I had a lot of time to find out more of who I was as a person, you know, at a very, very young age. Ooh, I like that. I like that. You had a lot of creative outlets. You write poetry. Yes. Do you still have some of the poetry? <laughs> yes, I have everything I've written. Are you going to compile that and make it into a little poetry book? Interesting. I never thought of it, but ah. I could do that. Yes, you could. And you could self-publish <laughs> it. You don't need a publisher. You could self-publish it. How about that? I know. Thank God for the internet. Like, you really? got that right. You got that right. So how many poems do you think you've written? Oh, my. Ooh, I can't count. I can't count. I literally have a lot of poems. Like, well over 100 different things that I've written. 100 different poems. <laughs> now, some of these poems might be very short, and some of them are very long, I'm guessing. Yes, then the majority. Okay, you could tell like the ones that started off as poetry. You could tell when I started writing lyrics, like when I turned them into bars. If that makes sense, because I number my bars when I write, so you could ah. tell when I stopped the poetry. So, what's the? How much difference is there from writing lyrics to writing poetry? Because I've I've heard of people turning their poems into songs. Oh, it's pretty much the same thing. It really is because you're writing. It's like you're writing lines that rhyme, 
So if you take one of your poetry pieces and like find a beat that you like, you can definitely turn it into a song with no problem. Yes, I like that Red Diamond. All right, so what was the first, the first poem that you wrote that you turned into a song? Oh, yeah. You expect me to remember that? <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, I, I, you I know, don't. I, I'm getting senile in my old age as well. <laughs> I don't remember everything. I don't remember everything, and I know that was just a shot. I'm kidding. I'm joking. <laughs> Okay. All right. So, uh, what kind of? I mean, well, delve into that. How about your artwork? Do you still have some of that artwork? Yes. Yes, I definitely do. And do you put that up around your house and on display? No, I put it up. Huh? It's like up in my drawer right now. Yeah, I don't have it hanging up just yet. Now, what what was your medium of choice with your artwork? Do you what like do you mean? doing oils or or pens or pencils or uh, what do you like? Pencils. A pencil. pencil. Okay. Yeah. And and how many pieces of art do you have? Right now, for me picturing what I have, I would say at least twenty pieces or something. Wow. And what kind of things do you like to draw? Anything, characters or. I create designs or something that comes to my mind. I freestyle a lot with my drawing. So whatever comes out, as I'm thinking, that's what I draw. A lot of color or a lot of uh, muted colors or more pastels? Pastels or uh, do you like bright colors? Uh, uh, <laughs> I'm not a professional artist, <laughs> but, well. but I have like a lot. With, um, just regular drawings with like pencils. Some I drew with pens or some I colored, some I didn't. I don't use the paint. I don't use the paint. See, I'm scoping your Instagram, and I'm not seeing any pictures of your artwork. I'd like to see those no. pictures. Why is your no. artwork not on display? I don't know. Just that, but you're making me think. Maybe I should put it out there. You better believe it. You better believe it. Make yourself a little online art show, and then eventually, maybe somebody with an art museum or an art store of some kind will say, hey, I want some of Red Diamond's art hanging up in my place, and maybe we can help her sell that stuff. Yeah. Yeah. More avenues. More creative outlets for Red Diamond. We're, oh yeah, we're banging ideas off each other, and and the what <laughs> makes you famous listeners are are going to be going. Yeah, I need to see Red Diamond stuff. I need to see it. You're right. I think it will happen. Definitely will happen. All right. So for uh, when th- they need to read your poetry, you need to have a poetry book or two or seven or eighteen of them, <laughs> depending on how many you think. Uh, it it needs to to maybe you can have them themed. Uh, oh, these poems are all about this. And these poems are all about that. How about that? All right, Red Diamond, getting to know you a little bit. I like that. I like that a lot. Uh, okay, so after uh, how many? Uh, well, how many talent shows did you do? And was it always singing, or what? What kind of talents did you display? I think I did two, and yes, they were only singing. I was singing um, somebody else's song. Another artist song. I remember one time I sung uh, Shanti, her baby song. Okay. Sung, I'm not sure what I sung at all. And then the first time show I did, I had to write a rhyme. But I was actually rapping. I wrote like eight bars at the first talent show. What? I, I rapped. Yeah, I did. I was like 11. <laughs> Red Diamond can rap. Yes. Ah, Red Diamond can sing. Red Diamond can rap. That's versatility yes. right there. Yes. 
All right. So I, I've, I, you know, I've heard your songs and, and I like them. I like the beats. I, I like, I like the way they sound. Uh, and they're very empowering. Like the latest one was the boss. Very empowering. Uh-huh. I guess we could start talking about your songs and, and how you came up yeah. with the ideas. Red Diamond, how did you come up with the ideas for, for the songs that you have on your YouTube channel? What's that? Yes, on your YouTube channel. Okay. So, um, I'm the type of person, if I'm going through something, I immediately, if I get mad, it's, it most likely happens when I'm mad. Like, if I'm mad, and I feel like I need to get something out, like Ignorance is Bliss. I wrote that song because I watched the BT Awards last year. And it, no, this year, earlier this year. Well, you know, this year is about to be over. But 2019 BT Awards, I was mad. Why? Um, I was I was upset with the artists that were on the BT Awards. Like I didn't like that, and I kind of felt from the crowd that they were kind of embarrassed as well. Like it's just I what think they do we can have more. They were just looking uninterested. Like, you know, like, this is what we get. Like, this is all we have. So I felt a certain type of way. Like, that that can't just be it. Because I think, even though it's a lot of creative artists out here, with me being a mother, I see that it's so much deeper than just getting on a microphone and just rapping and looking silly or just jumping to any trend or, you know, just doing whatever you think people want, you know? Um, and so it made me mad. It made me mad. And that's what made me write Ignorance and Bliss because a lot of the music that we hear, well, it really is all the music that we hear. It affects everybody in every way. It affects us. And so if you're constantly putting out stupid stuff, you're going to get stupid people. And so that's what makes me mad. I'm kind of understanding what you're saying. I didn't see the, the beat, uh, uh, the BMT awards, but, uh, but, um, yeah, I, I could see the the cadence on a lot of the rap videos. It feels like it's the same. My upstairs neighbor, he plays a lot of yeah. these rap videos or a lot of rap songs, and they all and they're set to a beat. It's like there's there's no originality. I'm not seeing a lot of a lot of diversity in the in the songs, but. I said, hey, who, who is that you're playing? And he'll say, you know, some kind. I said, oh, is that the same guy? No, but he sounds the same as the other guy. Exactly the same. You know why? Why? Because they're seeing it as, okay, he could do it. Let me show you that I could do the same thing he's doing. You know, and that's what's happening. Everybody's seeing that, okay, you can get on being this way or doing that or, you know, acting however you want to act. That's what they're going to give you because it's a lot of followers out here. You know, people can't be themselves nowadays, and that's the bad part about it. But I'm I'm definitely in this to change that. But it's just like people, a lot of people are seeing that, I guess, rap is the thing now. You know, all you have to do is know how to write a rhyme to a beat, and you're it. You, you see that. We see that every day. And I don't like that. I really don't like that. Like, I think it should be so much deeper than that. It shouldn't just be everybody getting on, you know, and becoming a rapper because it's, it should be so much deeper than that. That's just what I see. No, I don't think becoming a rapper, a rapper is who you are. If that is who you are, then that's what you should be. Like uh, a rapper would be a, a maybe the kid on the bus that talked his way out of fights. That's the rapper. Mm-hmm. The kid that was able to talk to the guy or the girl that was able to talk i mean the, the the girl that was able to talk to the the guy the guy that's able to talk to the girl or whoever was able to talk to somebody and convince them to do things that's the rapper 
That's the rapper. Convince them of his uh, his or her ideas and, and and able to spout them out. That's the rapper. You don't force that. That is something that it it it's learned over time. I I know I, I'm no rapper. You know I I have the ability to talk in a microphone and I like talking to people and I like learning from people, but I, I've mm-hmm. never been a rapper that can convince someone to do, to, to see my side. So I'm open to all sides, but yeah, you're, you're saying that some of these people will hear an artist and, and emulate copy word yeah. for word yeah. that artist. And that's not just not where you're word at. For word. Not even just word for word, but just their style. You yes. know, they see that um, a lot of people see that. Okay, all I gotta do is do something really stupid or do something that's gonna make me stand out foolishly. You know, and I'll be good. And that's what's happening. Oh, that's YouTube videos in a nutshell. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'll jump. I'll jump off a roof on my bike and and hit myself yeah. in the head with a with a tomato or something, and and maybe yeah. I'll get a million views. Hopefully that goes viral. Yeah. That's the whole name of the game is what's going to go viral. What do you think? Mm. <laughs> I don't know if you want to hear then, what I think. Yeah, and then you got yeah you got execs that'll tell an artist, hey, uh, can you make a video that goes viral? What? How do you know what's going to hit or not? You just make something that you like and you put it out there. Red Diamond, you put out some things. The The first uh, video that I looked at, uh, well, what the game been missing, and that's five mm-hmm. months ago. So I'm guessing five months ago, you started really seriously considering a music career of some kind. Is that where, is that where you're at? Hmm. I thought I had to uh, jump back in it because I stopped doing my music. Because if you look on my on YouTube, you see I have videos from like seven years ago. Well, I've had children <laughs> in between that time. Hey, so Mazel Tov. Beautiful. Yeah. Yeah. So I had to stop. And so I just started back because I just started back late last 2018. The end of 2018 was when I decided I have to get back out there. Okay, so you have kids. How many kids? I have four. Four kids. You did it. Yes. <laughs> you you did what your mom did. <laughs> Boys or girls? I have two of each. Hey, that's a good set right there. You did better than mom. Yeah, I think. <laughs> two of each. Two of each. That's that's what my brother did. He he went ahead and had two of each. So I I think that yeah. the, the set is complete. So good. You mm-hmm. you became a mama, and I mean, how how old's the youngest one? She's one. One. Okay. Still, one years old. Still, yes. still needs a little guidance. Uh, you know, not, not enough <laughs> that you could uh, go off and and have a music career where you you go traveling around the world. I mean, some people do tag uh, travel with their kids, but but yeah, it, it's hard. Well, <laughs> I mean, it can, but see, the the woman that I am. I'm raising. It's like me and my kids are growing together. I don't know how that sounds, but that's what that's like. What it is with me and my children. Um, I actually took them out of school, so they're being homeschooled. I like that. I got no problem yeah, with that. So, so because I I just see things so differently, and I want a lot much more for my children. If that makes sense, and I do. If I do have to travel, they'll be with me, and I'll be able to teach them whatever they need to know while we're all together. 
And who knows, maybe one of Red Diamond's kids will get the itch and become a part of the band. Oh, they already had it. <laughs> <laughs> That's fantastic. Red Diamond's putting it on, putting it on them. So uh, music is a, is a big uh, integral part of your, of your scholastic uh, teachings, of your homeschooling. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they're my biggest fans. Excellent. Excellent. Red Diamond has made her fan club. <laughs> so how how old is the oldest one? So my oldest is 12, and that's my girl. And then I have, my sons are six and five. And are they playing and any instruments or, or showing any aptitude for creativeness in the in the music biz? Definitely. My, um, my five-year-old, my son, he definitely loves to perform. Dig it. And sing. Dig it. I, I, I remember uh, a, a young five-year-old uh, singing with uh, his brothers and sisters. Hmm. Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I remember a lot of that. <laughs> the 60s and 70s and even into the 80s. Ah, So you, you might have something going on there, Red Diamond. But back to your yeah. music career. Now, you say you had one of some kind where years ago you are you know, years ago you were making music. Who was making the, the beats that you were, or how were you producing your music? I was actually getting a beat off of, what is that um, station called? It was off the internet. Okay. It was, I was just getting beats off the internet and just writing to the beat with the tags on them and all. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. There's a lot of, uh, for people that, that don't know, there's a lot of beats out there for free that are public domain mm-hmm. they, that people have made up on their fruity loops or, or, uh, whatever. <laughs> and, uh, mm-hmm. and they've put them out there for people to use. So if you have the inkling, uh, to make your own poems into music, you could do like red diamond did and do it. So what was, what was the, you said that that was the first one that you did, I guess at an adult age, after you uh, finished uh, school and and those talent shows and and that one at eleven years old that you have no idea where it is and and what it was and <laughs> don't remember anything about it. What was what's the first one that you do remember, Red Diamond? It was called um, TOS, and that was a game back where I was from, and we were like rapping against the gang that's when i was like really immature and i didn't i was involved with that type of stuff were you um, mad oh yeah because <laughs> you said <laughs> out of out of your uh uh emotional state comes creativity and red diamond when you're mad you make a song about it oh yeah or even when i'm feeling embarrassed or when i'm ashamed like you see the song that i have on youtube it's called tainted not painted, uh-huh. and then it, it has a slash herpes beside it. Um, I wrote that song because someone was trying to. I wrote that song because you ever heard of like if you hide something, the devil will try to use that against you. Yeah, yeah. So I wrote that song from that. I wrote because someone tried to, I guess, embarrass me, but they don't know the way my soul is built. So they try to embarrass me by putting personal information out there. And Uh-oh. so I decided at that moment that I was going to take that personal information and put it out there myself to the world. Also to help people who have things that they didn't really ask for, you know what I'm saying? Or things that hurt them. Um, I'm the type of woman, it's hard. It's, it's going to take a lot for you to try to embarrass me because I'm so understanding 
and it's crazy. So, like, that song came from someone trying to embarrass me. Yeah, Red Diamond, you took away their power. They thought they had something over yes. you, and you put it out there. Yes. You said, I don't worry about that. There it is. Bam. Yes, yes sir. <laughs> and so, but when I'm, in my, when I'm in my deepest emotions, or even if I'm not that deep into my emotions, but I can't lie, when I'm into my emotions, that's when I write the best song. And right. as you see, everything I write is to, like, help. Like, I'm putting it out there to help you. Yeah. I, you know, I, I was just uh, discussing earlier about um, the, the feminist movement and, and how it's extremes. And, and I know I might be taking this on a different tangent, but it's extremes could be more of a man hatred. But um, but you could be a feminist without being having a hatred of all men. Now, would you consider yeah. yourself a, fa- a, a feminist? Because the songs are very empowering. Would you consider just put yourself in that box? Uh, no, <laughs> not just in that box. I, I mean, it, it, do you, do you have that as, as one of the facets of red diamond? No. Okay. Okay. What would you consider? What are your leanings towards? I mean, uh, if you want to go political or, or if, if not. Interesting. Um, I would just say it's for everybody. Do I sound like a feminist on my phone? No, no. Just yeah. I was. It was just something that was in my head while I was. I was listening to Boss. You know, it was oh, okay. uh, the conversation was very fresh. So maybe it was just me uh, putting things together. But uh, it it might I not be. That. I try to when I do. I'm sorry for cutting you off. No, go ahead. When I um when I try to write my music, I definitely try to stray away from just being for women. Like, I'm for everybody. Like, I'm not even, like, I'm for black, white, Chinese, Asian, whatever, everybody. I look at it like we all are human. So I try to stray away from saying things like he or she or, you know what I'm saying, something like that. I try to put it out there for us as one. I like it. Red Diamond, bringing the world together, one song at a time. Okay, Okay, so the, the first one that you put out was not tainted herpes but yeah. I, I see you you've you've re you you reposted it about a month ago but why not tainted herpes i haven't had the chance to listen to it maybe it explains it in the song no i i didn't put it out before like i put that song out one time oh okay i have it i have it down as one month ago oh, okay your question i'm sorry it's so cold no problem, but why Why the title, Not Tainted Herpes? Oh, the title. Yes. Because I wanted people to know exactly what the song was about, and I wanted people to understand that just because you have herpes or AIDS or whatever you might have doesn't make you tainted. You know what I'm saying? You're not messed up because you have those things. There's a lot of people out here who have, like, herpes or they hear the word herpes and they start thinking like, Ugh, or, uh, uh, you know, like crazy like that. But a lot of us have unprotected sex when we're younger, you know, and we don't ask for a lot of these things. Oh, yeah. You do not ask for that. You don't, have, you don't have sex with somebody and say, oh, I'm going to get herpes. You know, we don't know that. We're very immature. So, like, I put not painted, like I said, because of the fact I don't want you thinking that because you have something, you're less of a human being. That's not cool in my book. There you go. All right. I like it. I like it. Put it out there. And wh- what's going to relate is it's not just, you know, herpes. It's anything. You know, if you have yes. anything that someone would, would consider uh, an affliction of some kind, hey, you're not mm-hmm. tainted. You can live, man. Yes. You can live. You can yes. still help other people. You can still help yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah. Definitely. So, all right. What the game been missing? What's that all about? That's about, um, whew, about, I feel like the game was missing somebody like me. Ah. <laughs> like somebody who's like, <laughs> somebody who's very, um, open and honest. I don't follow people. I can't follow you. Um, I will not just, I'm not the type of woman to like sell myself when it comes to like sex or anything or to fall in any type of way just for money. So I feel like with my mind frame and the soul that I have, I feel like I'm what the game's been missing. So that's why I wrote that. Dig it. All right. So I'm noticing you have a, a few performance videos. Are you performing your songs around town? Not right now. Okay. Not right now. But when was the first? When was the first time that you performed outside of uh, your talent shows in your school? Uh, I mean, what made you want to go out into the world? And did you go on an open mic, or did you get booked on on a show of some kind? Not just yet. I did an open mic. I did a lot of open mics. Maybe back in two thousand and twelve, something like that. Did a lot of open mics. And how did that feel? I liked it. I even have a video on YouTube where I was rapping with a guy and I just like snatched the microphone <laughs> because I feel like I need to be heard. That's how I feel. And so like when I was rapping with him, you could see me being aggressive, like, you know, taking over or taking over the situation and still rapping while I'm getting the mic. Like it was just crazy. <laughs> Look out party so, people. Red diamonds taking over. If she co- shows yes. up at one of your shows and there's a microphone that's unprotected, she's going to grab it and she's going to spit right into it. <laughs> <laughs> Look out! Red Diamond's coming after you. <laughs> oh God! So I mean, you—is yes. this something you you've always been, where you can go be outgoing, uh, no shyness at all, just someone that can take charge and and yes. know, be it? Yes, right. I told you, I, and I think it stems from me being in my room when I was a little girl. Like I, I learned so much, and it also stems from like right now. I read so many books a week; it's crazy. Okay. So like. I read, and then I read somewhere that like only ten percent of Americans read a book a year. Yeah, you better so believe don't it. Don't even read. I listen to books on tape. I'm I'm guilty of that. I'm very guilty of well, that. Well, at least you're listening. You're listening, though. Yeah, I mean, I'm listening to some of the classics. I have, uh, so, you know, some of the uh, some some stuff loaded up into my podcast addict. Uh, that's, uh, you know, in addition to, to podcasts, I listen to books on, on tape, but no, finding the time to, to sit and read. Well, I think uh-huh. I spend that time doing a podcast cast and learning about red diamond at this particular moment in time, <laughs> uh, uh, you know? And yeah. So what, what types of books are you reading these days? Self-improvement. That's Anything it. self-improvement. Well, give me the Not goods. Yeah, I have a lot of stuff on leadership. A lot of stuff on courage, you know, um, a lot of confirmation on things that I'm already thinking, you know, and I just need somebody else to understand me. Um, I think when I read a lot, it makes me bolder because I see who I need to be. And even in that same sense, when I am bolder, I see when I'm around somebody who don't have that courage because they don't have the knowledge. It's like, I wouldn't say they're intimidated by me but they can see it's something different with me because I have the knowledge, but it's so easy for somebody else to pick up a book and get the same knowledge to feed your mind, you know, because it really matters. I think if a lot of people read a book, just a book a month or something, I don't know, you will feel so much different about yourself and we'll have like so many more different changes here in the world from us owning our power and owning our greatness. Like, well, it, put, it's major to me. 
put that out as a challenge, Red Diamond. Uh, read a book a month. Uh, any any yeah. book of your choice. Now, you were doing self-help books uh, on your own partic- personal journey. Uh, any particular authors that you want to shout out that, that have meant something to you? Yeah. Um, I love Joyce Myers, um, John Maxwell, uh, Stephen Covey. I've read his book. Stephen, I think it's Stephen or Stephen. I think it's Stephen. Um, T.D. Jakes. I read a few of his books. Uh, Steve Harvey. I read his book. Yeah, and why? Why do do these people uh, affect you? Uh, What what is it about them that that's bringing you joy or or peace of mind or or confirmation? What is it about them? They're I I wouldn't even just say they success. I would say maybe the way they hold their demeanor, if that makes sense. Their demeanor. I I love like I've been to a few of Joyce Meyer's conferences, and she's I love her presence like that's a strong powerful woman like i love her presence so and she helped me out a lot like a lot see now it takes a lot for people to get out of their houses and if joyce meyer is that person that can that you can uh i mean you've actually got dressed got in the car went over to a place you know bought a ticket and went to see somebody well that means a lot i'm sure and and Man, I was going to her like these young girls be going to a club. I was excited. Excellent. Excellent. Well, yeah, I see she's an author, uh, charismatic Christian author is what what she's uh, listed as, Joyce Meyer Ministries. So is this most of the the self-help or are they uh, God-based or or do you just find, uh, you know, inspiration of all kinds? Well, you know what I've learned through a lot of these self-help books? a lot of the things that these people are trying to teach us is like God's way of getting through what's through these people because everything they're telling us in these self-help books are from the Bible or something that God wants us to live by. So it's all stemming from him. So that's a theme that, that goes through your life and in a lot of the self-help books that you're reading. That's, that's good to know. Mm-hmm. Good information from Red Diamond. <laughs> Yeah, I I know the Bible. Whether you whether you believe it or not, it, it, it's a good book of instructions on how, how to yeah, live your is. life. You know, if you do this, uh, you're going to get spanked. If you do that, hey, you're going to get some good some good blessings. How about that? Uh-huh. So it's whatever you believe in. Like you don't even have to believe in the Bible, but just believe in something. Believe in yourself or something. Just, you know, I know a lot of people don't believe in the Bible, but. That's okay. Like, <laughs> just believe in yourself. <laughs> well, I mean, is this something that, that's been with you for your whole life? Uh, did, did your mom take you to church? Well, I went to church when I was a little girl. I don't go now. Right. Honestly, I don't go now. Right, right. I mean, I, I, I did when I was a kid, and you know, and and but uh, and I've run the gambit. I've I've been through a lot of different religions, and and I just mm-hmm. I don't go now. <laughs> I try to live my life yeah. right, you know, and and be nice to people, yeah. and and uh, but. Uh, Good, good. Learning about Red Diamond. I'm, I'm stoked. I'm, I'm having a good time so far. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> All right. So, uh, what's on the what's going on right now with Red Diamond, and and what? How many songs do you have in your repertoire? And uh, are, are they? Are you able to be booked? And at least in in the Charlotte, North Carolina area, are you able to be uh, available for for bookings? And and uh, you can put your your beats on and sing along with the beats. Is that something you can do? Yes, Definitely. Uh, I make time for everything. <laughs> how many songs yes. do you have in the repertoire? 
Um, I only honestly have a few, and I would definitely say under 20 right now, but I'm working, like, on them every day. Right now, I took a break. Like, I just got finished reading the book, um, The Magic of Thinking Big. I just put that book down. And so, uh, I'm, right now, I'm going through a process of kind of clearing my mind and staying focused on myself because it's important. If I, if I get involved too much with social media, I start to be, I'm like everywhere. You know what I'm saying? I'm not focused like I need to be. So I step back and I read for a little bit. And most likely when I get finished reading, then I'll start another track or something. I just downloaded some beats the other day that I'll probably be buying from this guy. The guy who uh, I got the beat for Ignorance is Bliss from, I'll probably be buying some more uh, beats from him because he makes pretty good motivational beats. And Excellent. I need to hear, sorry, I need to hear a beat. Like if I hear a beat and immediately I'm like, oh my God, I got to write to this. That's the type of stuff I like. I don't like hearing a beat that I have to think about. Uh, do I want to write to this? Like, now I want to be for sure. So it has to be a really dope beat in order for me to want to write to it. Yeah, and that that you're telling the people a little bit about your process is: Do you hear the beat and then put the lyrics on it, or do you have the lyrics yep. and then hear the beat? Uh, you know, it, no, it, I prefer the beat. The beat. Hear the beat, and then you go, "Hey, I got some lyrics for that. I got some dope rhymes I, that I could put on that." Uh, and what was what was the thing with the bars? I, I I know I've heard that term before that I have bars. That's kind of difficult difficult to explain. Okay, okay. Like, um, it's just like I guess you have to be a master in it. But once you hear the beat, it's like certain parts in there that stop, and you like you know where to make a rhyme, and you know where to stop, and then go to the next bar, and then stop, and then you know I, it's like a rhythm. I don't know if everybody can do it, but it's a rhythm. Hey, not everybody can do it, or else everybody would. But Red Diamond can do it. <laughs> Red Diamond has done it, yes. and Red Diamond's going to yes, keep sir. on doing it. And you, you have twenty songs. That's uh, that's well over an hour of music. It's about fifteen songs an hour. So you can you can yes. keep the club going for about an hour, and, and that's fantastic. Yeah, I like that. And yeah. and you're and you're continually thinking about things, and you have lots of poems in your pocket. You know, ready ready to be put on. Well. Do, is is every poem able to be made into a song or just a certain certain ones? I would say every one. I would definitely say every one. So with hundreds of poems in your desk drawer, you possibly could have hundreds of songs real soon. I don't want to do that. I like starting off fresh. There. I do. I like starting off fresh. Okay. So those songs, they're done. I mean, those poems, they're done. Maybe they'll be put into a book and you'll publish it yeah. and put it out there. And then those, that artwork, mm -hmm. I got to see it. I got to see that artwork. I got to see oh, the, okay. the talented red diamond and, and her, and her penciling and, and what you can do with all your, your shapes and your, well, you, you say you you do realistic stuff and and different shapes and yeah, I got to see all that stuff. That that should be on an Instagram. Maybe maybe it's on Instagram. Red Diamond draws or something like that. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. Okay. I mean, if everyone w waited until it was perfect before they put it out there, nothing would ever be put out. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely. You, you just got to put it out there when you feel like. Yeah, that sounds pretty good. I'm going to put that out there. And then when you perform it live, if you think you might have uh, wanted to change the way that you sang this part or or that beat was different, you know, you want to hit this beat with that with that verse, then maybe you can do it live. 
But yeah, put it out there. Is if you like it, somebody else is going to. Red Diamond. Okay. So, all right, to, uh, tell the people how to get a hold of you, and then we'll keep we'll keep chatting about you. How, how do people find you online and 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 find Red Diamond? Right now, you can find me on Twitter. I'm definitely on Twitter a lot more. You get more interaction on there. What I do. So Twitter, Red Diamond one, and then I have YouTube. You know, just type in everything is Red Diamond. And the only difference um, with Instagram is R E D underscore D Y the number three M O N D. Yes. Uh, everything else: Twitter, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Everything is Red Diamond. Spell Red Diamond for the people. R E D D Y E M O N D. And if you look that up on your Googles, you're pretty much going to find everywhere that Red Diamond is. Now, your yes, music you is, is available on your YouTube video, uh, YouTube channel only. Do you have it out on Spotify or Apple? Yeah, it just was released on the 23rd on everything. Excellent. So people, uh, it's available to, to be purchased. So maybe you can make a little bit yes. of money. Yes. <laughs> I mean, yes. she's got four kids. All right. She needs to feed those people. <laughs> so oh, yes. what else do you do for for a, a living or, or for fun or or any what else is another facet of red diamond oh i'm strictly into my music and mothering i don't have time for nothing else yeah that's probably a full-time job right there just the mothering part <laughs> <laughs> do you have anybody helping yeah. you out with this or is there uh, is there somebody involved with you nope not at all. It's just me and my children. And now Red Diamond is a single mama with four. Two boys, two oh, girls. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yes. Doing and the I job. Mean, I heard you I heard you say, um, although I was raised in Charlotte, North Carolina, I moved. I don't live in Charlotte, North Carolina right now. Oh, okay. So where 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 have you traveled since Charlotte, North Carolina? I've traveled so many places, but I'm currently staying in Arizona. All right. All right. How do you like Arizona? What part? I love Arizona, Phoenix. I love the palm trees and the weather. Okay, so I'm changing. I'm changing my uh, my mind uh, about the location. If you're in the Phoenix, Arizona area, and you have a venue uh, or you have an event that needs a little entertainment, I encourage you to hire Red Diamond. Forget about that whole yes. Charlotte thing. She's not in there anymore. <laughs> She's not over there. <laughs> Is, are, are any of the family still in Charlotte? Yeah, yes, all of them. Oh, what made you get out to uh, Arizona? Ah, I love to take risks, and I don't like being and I don't like being around what I grew up around. Like I like to see different things, so I decided to move here. Oh, Arizona is beautiful. I, I I've been out. Uh, I see. I'm from Miami, but I, I've been out the ten. Uh, on the way to California, and I know I've I've been right through the painted desert. It's gorgeous. Mm -hmm. It is gorgeous, and mm -hmm. the heat is is wonderful. It's a nice dry heat. And how do yes. the, how are the kids thriving in Phoenix, Arizona? They love it. Yeah, my kids are like little soldiers. <laughs> nah. Yeah. Hey, they go wherever <laughs> Mama goes. <laughs> yeah. And you're training them well. You're you're homeschooling them. They, they, you know the home yeah. homeschooling. You know some people think. Oh, but they don't interact with other kids. What you got four, four kids, and uh, and I'm, you know, <laughs> they interact with each other. That's great. Yeah. And I think homeschooling, you're you're giving them that one on one that they would not get in a public school. So more power uh -huh. to you. 
I mean, there's, yeah. is there a certain curriculum that you stand by on your homeschooling? No, no, we're open to everything. Right now, I'm trying to teach them like vocabulary, um, big vocabulary words. You know, my boys are trying to teach them like time and stuff like that. So whatever comes to my mind that day, that's what I do. Oh, excellent, excellent. I know that there's there's a lot of uh, pre-packed homeschool kits that that are available for purchase. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, the fifth grade, the sixth grade, you know, the first grade, first through uh, senior, and and uh, and and it's pretty it's pretty well. I mean, there's different. Uh, you you don't do subscribe to any of those uh, curriculars. No, I haven't tried them yet. Okay, excellent. <laughs> She's doing her own thing. I like that. Red Diamond mm-hmm. teaching the kids, raising them right, uh, raising them how she sees fit out there in Phoenix, Arizona, and making up a music career as she goes along. And, and mm-hmm. so, what's I mean, what's next? What's next on the horizon for Red Diamond? The video to Ignorance is Bliss. I'm so excited for it. You got a video coming out? Yeah, I'm working on the video. Uh, and where is that going to be filmed? I have no idea. I'm putting everything together right now because that video, that song was so powerful. That that cannot be a floppy video. Like, what, so I'm putting what song? all the thoughts together right now. What song Ignorance is this? Ignorance is Bliss. Oh, the Ignorance is Bliss one. Oh, excellent. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Excellent. And do you have people that that are coming together with you? Do you have a somebody that can film for you or a director? Or a... Not yet. I'm looking. I'm All looking right. For everybody. If you're in the Phoenix, Arizona area, <laughs> and really with the internet, you could be anywhere. I've heard of collaborations uh, across different countries where there's a you know I was talking to a guy in Australia and he says, "Oh yeah, my guitarist is in Israel and my uh, drummer is in Germany." And you know, and, and I was. Really? Yeah, and we collaborate like that. They they send me the beats and they send me the guitar riffs and I put them all together here. What? The internet. Wow. The internet is crazy. And and you yeah. know, I'm guessing the guy that's making beats for you, he probably doesn't live in Phoenix, Arizona, does he? He's in Germany. Well, there you go. <laughs> you know, this internet is 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 incredible how it can bring people together. You can use it together, properly. Yes. Yeah. It, yeah. it is a tool that can be used for good. <laughs> and Red Diamond's doing it. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> Any other avenues you want to explore for the people? Anything else you want to tell them? Nope, not just yet. Y'all stay tuned. <laughs> stay tuned to Red Diamond. All right. It's customary for me to, to say, Red Diamond, any last words for the people? Uh, yes. I want to thank you guys for listening to me. And y'all stay strong, everybody. Pick up a book, okay? You won't regret it at all. Pick up a book and try to be different. Don't follow anybody. We need more leaders out here. Leaders. And thank you for having me on your show. Well, there you have it, party people. Red Diamond. Oh, I knew it was going to be good. I knew it was going to be good. That girl's got talent. And uh, she's raising kids and putting music out for the people and she's got drawings i want to see the drawings yeah i said it that way i I could say drawings but i like to say drawings and then she's got poems i want to hear all the poems and read all the poems and i like that she encourages people to read yeah reading is good I know I listen to books on tape and I listen to a lot of podcasts. I am a podcast addict. In fact, that's the the app that I use, Podcast Addict. And this podcast in no way is is uh, sponsored by Podcast Addict. It's just the one that I feel that it's it's so easy to use. 
And uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts. And there's books. There's books on tape there, uh, books, audio books that you can get uh, for free, you know. And, uh, yes, I encourage you to go out and buy the audio books and support the authors. They took their time to write something for you. And it only stands to reason that you support them, give them some money, throw them a little cash. Yes. And Red Diamond, she has all her music available on uh, Apple and Spotify. So throw her a little cash, put it on your Spotify playlist, and maybe she'll get a penny or two every time it plays or something like that. I have no idea how Spotify works, but hopefully they're giving the artist some of that money that they're getting uh, to get get people to stay on their play on their app on their spotify app all right party people thank you red diamond for chit-chatting with me on the what makes you famous podcast i look forward to talking to you again in the near future as time progresses uh, when you become a big star don't forget about me don't forget about the little people who like talking to you <laughs> all right red diamond Hey, if you want to tell your story, I encourage you to give me a call at 501-470-6386 or email info at RadioWhat.com. That's it for this edition of What Makes You Famous. It's Keys Dan with RadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here. If you like what you hear, follow What Makes You Famous social media. Use the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Follow on Facebook at what makes you famous follow on instagram at what makes you famous follow on twitter at makes famous and follow on youtube at keys dan leave what makes you famous podcast a review and subscribe listen to what makes you famous podcast on podbean itunes youtube stitcher google podcast and spotify and almost anywhere you find podcasts tell your story on my podcast, What Makes You Famous, call 501-470-6386 and leave a message to set up a time. You can support What Makes You Famous using the PayPal link, paypal.me forward slash keysdan. Email info at radiowhat.com. What Makes You Famous podcast is a production of Keys Dan Enterprises Incorporated at keysdan.com. Thank you for listening. Radio What, the music you want with some great Great quotes. In matters of style, swim with the current. In matters of principle, stand like a rock. Thomas Jefferson. The music you want. RadioWhat.com Tweet, tweet, yo. Follow Radio What on Twitter. At Radio What Twit. Tweet, tweet, yo. Tweet, tweet, yo.